Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dreaming in F Minor. Super excited to bring you this episode this week. It'll be a little bit of a departure from the very music-heavy episodes that um, that I have on here. And while it hasn't been completely music-related guests, I want to bring you creatives of all types. And so this week, I am bringing you a martial artist he is also an actor, writer, director, and probably most famously a viral video content creator. Mr. Wes Scarpius Gonzalez is with us today. Um, he's recently found pretty large success on the uh, on the Facebooks and the, the TikToks and all that good stuff. And um, uh, super happy to have him here today. And uh, Excited to share a little bit of his perspective with you. Quickly before we get into the episode, though, let me tell you about Simple Equations Media. We are a full-service audio and video production company located here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Anything pre-production through post, we can absolutely help you out. If you want to record some music, we can help you out there. you want us to write some music for you, we can help you out there as well. You need headshots done, we can do that. We do photography. Basically, anything you need in the world of audio and video, we can absolutely help you out with. So make sure to reach us, make sure to reach out to us. Uh, head over to the website, simpleequationsmedia.com. Head over to facebook.com slash simpleequations, Instagram at simpleequationsmedia, and Twitter at simpleequation underscore. Also, make sure to head over to the Dreaming in F Minor Facebook page, as well as the Instagram. It's all Dreaming in F Minor. Uh, I started a Patreon as well, if you'd like to go check that out. But uh, without further ado, let's get straight into the episode with Mr. Wes Scarpius Gonzalez. All right, everybody, welcome into the interview today. Super, super excited to bring you my next guest. Wes Scarpius Gonzalez is with us today. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you, doing Mike? Good? Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks for being here. Um, we've we've had to reschedule a couple times, but uh, I'm glad that we got it done. Yeah, thank you for it's having about time. me. It's, yeah. it's happening now. This is better... This is the best time to this have the it best happen. This is the best time. This is when it was supposed to happen. Exactly. So. <laughs> for sure. Um, so, yeah. So, for for those of you, for the listeners who don't know who you are, um, go ahead and give them a little bit of a rundown of who you are and what you do. Oh, well, I was going to make an OnlyFans joke, but... Um, Dude, a lot of people I, I have wish, OnlyFans. I wish I was on OnlyFans, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, uh, I... I Wow, God, how do how do we do this? Okay, so I have made a career out of martial arts, and I did that, and that was like my first passion. I ended up working for Cirque du Soleil, and I did like a thousand shows, uh, over a thousand shows there, like one thousand one hundred and sixty-five. Who's counting? Um, <laughs> Not you. Yeah, me, me. <laughs> I'm counting. Uh, I did a lot of commercial work in LA, um, like on camera commercial work, Jeep, Nintendo. Target oh, stuff cool. like that. Yeah. Um, did some indie films and uh, you know a little bit of like TV, like 
voiceover. It's like literally everything that you could think of. I, I've sort of uh, dabbled in. Nice. Um, and now I create content full time for Facebook. I put it on other platforms as well, but really I create the content specifically for Facebook. Okay. For, for, uh, uh, a network under a man named Rick Lax and he's awesome and uh-huh. he's a he's a great boss. Nice. Yeah, I think a lot of people that um that that might be listening to this might know you from that because you guys have blown up. Like, you know, for for those of you that don't know, um Wes here is a part of I guess is it a group called Mr. Amazing? Well, or uh so that's one of the pages that we okay. post on but All we right. also post on our manager's page uh named adam trent and um we we work with a bunch of different uh influencers actually more like content creators right um and and yeah i mean we we've mostly posted on a page called Mr. Amazing. Um, my girlfriend and I, we do, we do it together and we have a couple of videos that we have made that over, are over a hundred million views. Like one has a hundred and 170 million views. Wow. The other one has a hundred and something million. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think now I've been in at least 10 videos that have over a hundred million views working with other people Mm -hmm. as well. One of them, one of them for sure has 300 and actually two of them have like three, last I looked 348, 348 million. Another one has 350 something million, which is crazy. And I mean, sometimes the live viewers on these things when they're, they're growing like that have like, I saw the most I've seen is I'm sure there's been more, but I've seen up to 200,000 live viewers like people wow. just like that's like a stadium yeah or, or more i don't know that might be more than a that's stadium Two hundred thousand. i mean like that's that's more than wembley stadium like yeah. that's bigger than wembley stadium i think yeah it's 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 pretty crazy <laughs> yeah. um and it's yeah anyways so no that's amazing man congrats on congrats on the success because uh because it's relatively new for you, right? Six in the last six months, yeah. like we started doing this and just put a lot of work into it, and um, it's it's really fun. Great people to work with. Yeah, there's a lot to it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, sometimes I just think to myself, like, oh, I just want to do one thing, but you have to do so many things. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. You know what it's like to be a you're a creative like you know when you're putting a project together and and um essentially we're one man crew mm-hmm. you know you're casting you're you're, right. you're writing it right then you're producing it you're editing mm-hmm. you're you're uh you know you're marketing you're doing it all yeah and it's every day all day every day basically yeah yeah that's you got to be exhausted man <laughs> you guys do a lot of work you do put out a lot of stuff yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I'm like really working, we're 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 doing at least like six to ten videos in a day. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't pretty, think it was even that much. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty crazy. I mean, they're not just ours. We're working with other people, right, and they're right. and they're shooting videos too, and they're using us in their videos. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all like you know scratch each other's backs. Right. Make right. it happen. That's cool. How many how many others do you how many others do you work with? Oh. Uh, Oh wow! As far as talent and everybody else, because it's a big organ. Because like I think if a lot of people were just to watch the videos, like you would, you don't realize like how much work is going into it behind the scenes and everything. Like there's like an entire 
team of people that are putting these things together. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, we we here in Vegas, we have like, I, I mean, probably at least fifty people that we work with. Wow. Yeah, that we yeah. just we shoot with, that we rotate, and mm-hmm. you know, some people you work with more, and there's little like not clicks because that sounds like catty, but like you know, people kind of break off into their groups and like, right. and and you have seasons with people. You're like, oh yeah, I'm filming with this person a lot right now, and right, like, right, and then you film with someone else, and it just kind of brings you different ideas. Right, right, yeah, that's amazing, man. Um, how did you get into that whole thing? Uh, my girlfriend, she's such a hard worker yeah. um, that the people in this network um, knew her from a, a show called The Illusionist. There's a lot of magicians okay. in, in this in this network. Nice. And uh, they, um, they're great at what they do. I think they were made for online content. Yeah. Um, I just, I think they're really good at uh, doing this, uh, this craft. Um, and she's she she's just a hard worker. People like her, and she she dives into things head first. And I think anyone that works with Allison can can see that. And because of that, they they thought of her and were like, she should create content. Mm-hmm. And I think they they made a good decision. And then I just you know I'm an excellent tag along. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, and you like you know you're kind of natural natural on camera. You know, it's just kind of you know something that. Uh seems to come natural to you well yeah i well i, I yeah i mean it it i think over time as i've gotten less dip like hard on myself i think when i was younger you have a lot more um uh things holding you back if you let your mind get in the way mm-hmm. you know you're uh, you're nervous like i can't I, I'm, I'm i'm losing the word right now but um you're more self-conscious. That's yeah. that when I was younger, I was a lot more self-conscious and I was probably way more natural then, mm. but now I've lost a lot of my self-consciousness because, yeah. um, it, you know, you've kind of find out over time. You're like, well, it just doesn't really matter. So I'm just going to have fun, do the thing that I'm supposed mm. to do to the best of my ability and not yeah. judge it in the moment. Because if you're busy, like judging what you're doing, then it all you're it never just, gonna get anything done ah, just, for real. It just like, falls apart. Yeah. yeah, and I did take a lot of acting classes in mm-hmm. in in L. A. and uh, even out here, I was taking like clowning classes and mm-hmm. mime and um, character workshops and like it's just trying to just trying to stay uh, yeah nimble in that way. Well, especially you know, I guess doing a lot of work with Cirque du Soleil and everything. Sir, before we get too much into that, though, I definitely want to get into kind of what led you into that, which is. Um, your life in martial arts because I think it's super interesting and that's pretty much what outside looking in it seems to be that that's the thing that really got you where to where you are today like that's where it all began is it feels like yeah I was having this conversation with someone and uh, today about specializing we were actually talking like if I had a kid I was like I you know and they wanted to like get out of school early I'd probably be the first person that was like yeah they're not feeling good today and then we'd go do something fun and be like well what do you want to learn about yeah um, what do you want to spend your time doing mm-hmm. um because ultimately I think there's just different types of people people that want to go to school or excel you know that's that sort of a person or someone who like finds a thing that they love and they want to dive into head first and this other stuff that we're told we have to learn kind of just gets in the way of that oh um, yeah for sure i do think there is something to be said to uh to to, to be well versed in in different 
things. Oh, it's good to be educated for sure. Good to be educated yeah, for yeah. sure. But I, but I also think that there's something to be said for like having a, a master skill, something right. that you've really put time and effort into, um, that you're passionate about. And I think when you go that deep into anything, then you you can apply that that to other things and it kind of helps you um start from a a different place i'm Mm -hmm. not going to say you're going to be good at everything because you're not not everything's the same but you've already learned and 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 you realize how much effort it takes to be good at something right you know so then um uh, yeah I just think having a master skill, not that I would say I'm like a master at martial arts, but mm-hmm. I did put a lot of time and effort into it. And it shows for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is very is very helpful. Wow, this I didn't think I answered your question at all. No, no. <laughs> um, no, I think that's good. Like that's a good um that's kind of a, a good place to launch off at. Yeah. Um you know, I think, you know, kind of just as a side tangent what you were kind of talking about about you know, when you're kind of growing up and, you know, there's all those things that you're really into, but then you're like, oh, God, I got to go to school. I got to go to English class. I got to do all this stuff. It's like where that is obviously important. And you, you know, you need to know that in life, it's a good, those are good yeah. skill sets to have. And you should be and able to read to and do math. <laughs> yeah, that's a good For idea. Sure. It's know a, a little idea. bit of history. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, but it's really, it's really the, it's, it's the elective courses, you might say, you know what I mean? That are, that are really, I think the most important for kids at times and what keeps a lot of kids in school, which is like a terrible thing nowadays because they're cutting so much funding in Oof. schools and everything Yeah, that like they're taking all that stuff out. They're taking out the music classes they're taking out the art classes, you know? And, um, it's like, it's, it's crazy because that's literally what, you know, allows the younger generation to find out who they are and what they want to do, you know? And, um, so yeah, I think it's super, you know, important. Like you were saying, like, you know, you would ask your kid like, okay, what do you want to do? And what do you want to learn about? Yeah. And I'm guessing that's kind of how you got into martial arts then. Yeah. I started martial arts at nine. Um, I was, I was a little chubby kid and I, uh, my mom was like, you know, you should do something. And my uncle was really into it. Mm. Um, uh, and then I started doing judo and cool. I love that. And, mm-hmm. and being a little bit heftier was actually really awesome because I could <laughs> use weight my weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking people out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I kept kind of just loving martial arts and uh, learning new styles and going to different people. And, and then eventually I found uh, Wushu, it's the Chinese martial art. Um, as made famous by like Jet Li, mm. um, it's very pretty. It's like it's like the ballet of martial arts. Right. Um, I, d- I think a lot of people that would watch it would say it, it's hollow, and I think if done incorrectly, it can be hollow. Mm. And I do think that if you have, uh, you know, a a background uh, deeper in the martial application of things, and then you do wushu, then it's really something special. Mm. But that being said, there are some people who just learn wushu and that's it. And to watch them, it is beautiful. It's 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 yeah. amazing. Um, but yeah, I loved wushu. I saw it and I was like, what the? I couldn't. 
I I couldn't understand what I was seeing because mm. it was happening so fast. Now actually I watch Wushu it and I'm like, yep, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I kind of like get it. I, I imagine it would be like someone who listens to music that doesn't know how to play music right. and you're like listening to like some like sort of thing and you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, what the, oh my God. And then yeah. when you start developing that skill, then you can... Uh, listen to it and you you're hearing and seeing where the fingers go and the chords are mm-hmm. and all of that um, your perspective changes a little bit once you kind of learn how to do something like that and um you know and obviously i don't know how to do martial arts i was going to do martial arts when i was a kid i was a huge fan yeah and um it's never too late oh i know i absolutely like i still have i've always been a major fan of it my entire life and um but I was like, I don't know, second grade or something like that. I've been begging my mom, you know, I was living with my mom at the time. I'd go back and forth between my mom and my dad. Yeah. And um, I was begging my mom at the time. I was just like watching nothing but like uh, old Kung Fu movies and like Bruce Lee was my idol and everything. And and um, so my mom enrolled me in a karate class. Nice. She, she she actually did it. You know what I mean? We we didn't have a whole lot of money and everything, so it was like a big deal. You know? Yeah. And I got so nervous that like I sat out in the parking lot and I cried. Like I just couldn't do it. Like I was too scared. You know. And so I never did. Like I she took me home and like we didn't do, we didn't go. I, and uh, I had that with football and I had that with soccer. Really? Like I got really the only game we lost when I was like I was like six playing soccer. Um, I like was like, yeah, I want to be a goalie for whatever reason. I think my mom said like she liked to play goalie and I like loved my mom and looked right. up to her. So I was yeah. like, I want to be the goalie too. Yeah. Um, and that game we lost. And that's like the only <laughs> game in the whole season that we lost. Yeah. Um, and then I remember playing football and being like terrified. Like, it just wasn't, I don't know, there was, like, this, like, masculine sort of thing to mm-hmm. it that um, that I've always, um, you know, uh, shied away from. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Like, I've always been, like, I liked Buffy and Red Sonja and, like, all of yeah, these, yeah. like, kick-ass women. Yeah. And... And I thought that was so cool. I also like kick-ass dudes. Like I thought that was cool. But whenever right. it was like Xena, yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> Xena was, like, was great. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like fully in. I don't know. There's something that comes with a lot of sports that, that does feel like that like dark side of masculine energy. Mm. And, it's, and it can be scary. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Yeah. And, you know, see, like I, I played football and I never, I never had that same like visceral fear for some reason. Um, I don't, I don't really know why I, um, I don't know. It's because I don't know if it's because it was a team sport, you know what I mean? Versus an individual sport, maybe to where like, I didn't feel quite as exposed maybe, is yeah. what I, you know, thinking about it now, I've never really thought that, that, that much about it. Um, but maybe it's, maybe it's the fact that, you know, if I was getting into martial arts, like, um, I couldn't hide behind anything, mm. you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I have stage fright, right? I hate yeah. getting in front of people. I hate talking in front of people. Um, I hate being animated in front you, of a lot of people. You hate talking in front of people. You're doing this pretty well. <laughs> it's just me and you though. Oh yeah. <laughs> if there was I, a lot of people here, I'd be, I'd be shitting my pants. It's you know? so funny. Like, I feel like there's so many, like, I know no one's listening right now, but I already am like, oh God, there's probably, there's people listening. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing. It, it kind of, it's a weird thing, <laughs> you know, but, but you know, it's like, it's, it's like that playing in bands. Like, um, I would never be able to go on stage by myself. You know, mm. and and play and sing, no way, you know. Um, but 
if I'm with a band, I can also playing an instrument, I can kind of hide behind my instrument a little bit and I can kind of like blend in with the other band members. And, and I, and I don't have to be like out in front and everybody staring at me. Cause then that's when I become like extremely self-conscious and like, you know, feeling like, Oh God, like I'm terrible. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. here? I don't deserve to be here or whatever. You know, it's that whole thing happens. And obviously it's all just psychological and it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I, I prefer a weapon too. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I had to perform something, I would prefer a weapon over like an em- empty hand because mm. you, you can hide some of your like flaws with a, with a weapon, actually mm. a longer weapon. Yeah. Even like the spin of it, you can tell it's like quite off center or whatever it is. And then as the weapons get smaller, you know, and then like even flexible weapons, although they're hard to like handle, like mm-hmm. I'm talking like whips and chain whips and stuff right. like that. Um, you can look very skillful with them and actually not even have like a ton, a ton of skill. Hmm. It's like, it's totally different. But then if you're skillful and you can do that weapon, you look crazy. Like my right. buddy, like, I have a friend like that. That's just amazing. Anyway, sorry. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> not to take that tangent. <laughs> oh no, no. I think that's, it's probably pretty similar to, to playing an instrument. Yeah. You know, because, because yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, you, you, you have the, the, the thing that everybody's really there listening to, it's not really necessarily in the end it is you, but like what people are looking at, you know, if we're talking in a live situation, it's like, it's the instrument. It's like how I'm, how I'm playing it, like what I'm doing with it, you know, and things yeah. like that. And it's not necessarily my facial expressions and my terrified eyes. Do you think it would <laughs> you know? be, you think it'd be scarier than to be like a singer songwriter? And then it's like, you're like, I'm, I'm, I wrote the damn thing. I'm playing the instrument. I'm singing. Yeah. You know, my lyrics mean X, Y, and Z. And then people are like picking that apart. Would you find that terrifying? Um, yeah, totally. Like, you know, that's, um, I've, I've certainly played my own songs in front of people, you know, but, um, it's just being like, you know, maybe it's, I think it's the singing thing for me. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Because I don't, cause I'm a terrible singer. And when I'm, I'm sure you're not a terrible when I'm by myself in the car, like I'm pretty good, <laughs> you know, pretty good. There. That's because you're not judging it. Right. Exactly. Right. You're just like letting it yeah. go. Isn't that like the thing though, is the more that we do things that we find scary, the easier it is. Cause uh-huh. even though I don't, I don't, I don't like to sing. Like I, no, that's a lie. I do like to sing. I don't like to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Although I sort of like to as well, like over time I've like developed this like relationship with being uncomfortable and mm-hmm. nervous and doing things that I don't like. Yeah. Not like jump into a a cage and have sharks around me uncomfortable, right. Right, but right. to but like people thinking I'm I'm dumb or lame, fine. Mm. You know, like yeah, yeah. um so it's like, a, it's a very liberating feeling when you allow yourself to do something you're scared to do. You finally do it, and you're like, oh, there wasn't a reason to be scared, and you know, there was no reason to be scared. So you you know, it's it's such a liberating and amazing feeling. Yeah, and I, something crucial to being, I guess, an artist or a performer or a creative of any kind is, is showing your work. Yeah, like you know? an example. There was karaoke going on at a party the other day, and like. One, I didn't, it's not like I went to a karaoke night. Look, catch me at a karaoke night and like, that's what we're all doing. (laughs) Like, yes, I will, I will sing karaoke because we're all there to sing karaoke. But if like, if karaoke is going on, like just at the party and I didn't, and I didn't, and that wasn't the thing, then I'm not, uh, I'm not, Mm. I'm not going to be part of the karaoke. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. You know, some people will seek it out. 
They're like, there's oh, an yeah. acoustic guitar. It's time to party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And that's I'm always, like, please put it down. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, that's always the battle because like, I, I see a guitar sitting around. I'm like, I should play that. Uh-uh. And then I'm like, don't. I'm not going to do it. Don't do <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to I'm not going to annoy everybody here yeah. uh, with my, my noodlings. That's what happens but, when I see a sword on the wall. I'm like, I should probably... I should probably take that off the wall and like spin it or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I never do that. But I mean, there is a part of me that's like that. You know, wow. I wonder what that sword feels like. Yeah, yeah. What's the weight what's the weight like? on it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it heavier? Too heavy in the handle, or is it the? Uh, it's probably the sword itself is too heavy, and yeah. the handle's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. No, I think it's like anything else, man. Martial arts is truly an art, are, are, tr- are truly art forms in, in themselves. You know, yeah. that's why they're called martial arts. But I think a lot of people, you know, uh, look don't look past the surface level of a lot of martial arts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And look to that graceful uh, performance that that you know that that you see when you watch somebody you know who's really really talented and it, and it looks like a it looks like a symphony of movement or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Without getting too like cheeky or whatever, you know, um, or, or they think it's just fighting. Right. Like I, I think that there's two sides of it, right? What I did was one extreme where you can perform in Cirque du Soleil with it. And then yeah. another extreme is like, okay, I'm going to be a prize fighter and I'm going to, you know, get, yeah. you know, fight like yeah. there that the, I don't think it could get any further away oh they're different for sure (laughs) they're totally different and there's people that you know most people that have a love and like a a a full understanding of martial arts or at least a more well-rounded understanding of it Mm -hmm. who has a full understanding of anything um you know kind of kind of has experimented on all parts of that that spectrum yeah um anyway but even still like on the more like uh, brutal end of things of somebody being a, a prize fighter or like you know a mixed martial artist or something you know um because like that's that's pretty much that's like the sport that i'm into now MMA? and have been for years yeah it's, oh, like, it's fun right yeah it's like that's my main thing that i follow it's like that's that's my big thing that i'm then i my big sport that i'm into i don't i don't watch much football or anything anymore um it's become so it's like a watered down version of itself. Professional football. Football. Oh, yeah. I've never college football. Still amazing. It's oh. still it still has that kind of brutality to it and everything. You know the gladiator esque <laughs> feeling to it that I that that I that I love watching it for, um, which is something in MMA too. You still get that, but even on that level, even in like you know a dog fight. Yeah. You know when you get to see like somebody, you know like standing up and striking, but then instantly just like taking somebody down and going straight to jujitsu and like seeing the, the transitions, they're just as much, they're just as much martial artists as anybody else, you know? And I think yeah. that, I think a lot of those guys probably get a bad name cause they're like, because they're like modern day gladiators and they're brutal and it's, you know, like, or whatever the case is, but you know, it's, yeah, but what dedication that all takes to like a lifetime. Work, yeah, yeah, to be good at so many different things, and also just kind of have the balls to get in there oh, and do that. One, you're not not only are you going to maybe get injured, but two, like I think the ego injury that it takes to to lose a one on one fight like that, yeah. when there's so much like testosterone and manly manness mm-hmm. um, in that ring, um, it must be difficult. If I were going to be, if I were a fighter, I would probably come out to something like girls just want to have fun and like wear <laughs> yeah. heels down the thing and then like, and then like lose or win. Yeah. <laughs> like 
that person on the other end would be like, oh shit, if I lose to this person, I'm going to be the laughing stock of anything. Imagine right. getting thrown off your game. Oh, because yeah. you did because someone did that, and did then like, crazy. and then if you win. You have, they're like, you're that crazy person that came out to like, girls just want to have fun and wore heels. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you're an instant star at that Yeah, point. you're an instant star. <laughs> but like, but the other, and but if you lose, it's like, oh, of course. And right. then you're just like, well, I don't care anyways, because I made a joke of it. Yeah. Anyways, that's what I would do. I'll quote me on that. Because if there's ever a reason, if Logan, if like it ever gets to a point where Logan Paul's like, Wes, I hate you. <laughs> Obviously, I've done something Everything right. Everything you're doing is shit. I want to fight you. Yeah. I would be like 10,000%. You paid that one uh, guy like half a million dollars to, to get in the ring with you. I'll do it for. Oh, they're doing, they're fighting for a lot more than that. Man. Now it's more, huh? That was his first one. Multiple millions, man. That's oh, what hell the, yeah. the Paul brothers are fighting for now. Oh, really? Did oh, they both multiple, fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jake Paul is the one who's really kind of taken the, 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 uh, the, the, the bull by the horns in the, in yeah. the celebrity boxing thing because he's still undefeated. Um, and he's beat. <laughs> but has he fought anyone that's like he about just, his size and like, a, you know, like the right weight? That's the thing is like, he's, he pretty, he's outweighed, I think all but one of his opponents, but one of his opponents was like a, an ex like basketball player, not okay. a fighter, not a boxer, but like a premier athlete. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you know, the athleticism but is certainly. How did there. he outweigh a fucking ex basketball? I don't think. Player. I think that they were they were a lot closer. I never okay. watched that fight specifically. That was like his first main professional fight. Oh okay okay. But um, I watched him professional knock out. celebrity fight. Yeah exactly. Okay, it's on his professional record, which is crazy. Okay. But um, you know, I watched him knock out Ben Askren, who was a uh, Olympic wrestler, yeah. not a boxer. And this was a boxing match. He so was that's, not in his prime either, right? Um, I mean, he's he's not. No, no, definitely not. In definitely not in fighting shape because he had been retired from MMA for a little while. Um, smaller, yeah, and just not a striker. He's a wrestler, yeah, you know, and he's never been known for striking in any sort of way. And he he picked someone who's a wrestler. Exactly to, to do boxing that he's been training at. Exactly. I, I mean, so so like. I'm not going to take anything away from Logan Paul. Like, mm-hmm. I, smart guy. Well, this, probably, was, this was Jake Paul. Uh, whoever. Yeah, it, yeah. What, a Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to take anything away from from him in going, like, he, he probably has so much money he can hire any trainer he wants. He, he can absolutely He can absolutely 110% jump into this full blast. Um, He's it, devoted his life to it. And he, he, he just recently knocked out Tyron Woodley, who is... And he is is, an, is a UFC Hall of Famer, oh, a wow. multiple time world champion. How um, old? Uh, he is like he was like forty. And so how he's, old is he's aged out a little bit? How old is Jake? Like in his late twenties, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm sure he's really good at what he does, and I think he was already like a dancer or something mm. physical before that, like really a, a high understanding. He's athletic for yeah, sure, like a high understanding of his body. Yeah. So like, I think people go hard on him, but I also don't think he's he's probably faced anyone that could beat him because I'm I'm sure like he's doing the math. Yeah. And he's going like, I'm not going to pick that right dude. Tyron Woodley was the guy to beat him, and it didn't happen. So it's like. Oh shit! Like Jake Paul actually knows how to box, but was Tyron Woodley a boxer? 
he's traditionally a wrestler, but okay, again, but he was a very good striker. Sure, but he yeah. also had his feet, and like once you take someone's feet away, and and yeah. all of your professional fighting mm-hmm. matches have been top and bottom. Like, yeah, I I just think like he needs to get someone who's a boxer, a pure boxer. that's a pure boxer to, to to fight against. That's mm-hmm. his weight, mm-hmm. and and you'll and you'll find out actually how good he. Right. He is in that realm. Right. right now, he's he's doing some kind of sneaky things where it's like, yeah, this dude's a you know mm-hmm. a this and that. But it, it it at some point it is kind of like apples and bananas. If you took his Absolutely. hands away and you said, hey, all you guys can do is kick, like, right. and no and chance. It, there's no chance. And, and if and if if either one of the Paul brothers, because Logan Paul, he just fought Floyd Mayweather, the greatest boxer of all time. What? He towered over him, towered oh, over him, but make... he still lost. You know. Uh, yeah. But it's Floyd Mayweather. It's, he's the greatest boxer of all all time but you know as, as far as um as far as jake goes like if you put him he's he's been fighting mma fighters if you put him in an mma cage with a legitimate mma fighter there's no possible chance that he survives more than a round no, no i mean way, well man. if if he hasn't if, one if he hasn't worked on any any kicking or right. and, and and he hasn't really any done any wrestling or, or grappling yeah he's totally fucked i mean oh, that yeah. would be the first person that would just like start kicking his legs and then take him to the floor exactly i, I don't i don't know mm-hmm. but um yeah he, he's making everyone come to his exactly. arena in his way it's yeah. very smart like why He's a great businessman. Yeah, and like he's making multiple millions of dollars great. in each of these fights. Yeah, I'm all I'm all about it. I mm-hmm. think people should get their bag and do it however they need to. Um, I really don't know anything else about him besides he walked into like a Japanese forest and and took like a vlog of. Well, that was people. Logan, and that was fucked up. Okay, see, like yeah. I literally can't keep them straight. They're the same person to right. me. I don't right. know how many years apart they are. They're both tall, uh-huh. blonde, white boys from mid. West somewhere yeah. maybe, yeah. and they got rich early, and they they seem like difficult people. <laughs> they really do. They seem <laughs> like the people. last person I'd. But like yeah. that being said, if I ever met him and he was nice to me, I'd probably sing his praises. And if he was ever like, yeah. I want to fight you for this much money, I would do it. Because I'm, you know, we're all slaves to the money. <laughs> yeah, we're all yeah. slaves to the money. <laughs> yeah, good for him. No. Um, now you can't hate on him for doing his thing. You know what I mean? Like him and his brother, they worked hard for their. For their, they're the same person to me. Yeah, but no. As far as Logan, he was the one that went into like the suicide forest or whatever there in Japan and like took a selfie with like somebody was hanging or something like that. It was like that was like how low can you get at that point? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's and I know he came out and he apologized for that. I remember when that happened and I was just like, wow, this guy's like a thorough piece of shit. Yeah, I apologize every time I get in trouble for something. Yeah, you know, hey, sorry. Yeah. Whether I mean it or not. True. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm sure he probably felt bad. <laughs> You'd have to after that. I mean, that was somebody's last moments. You know, they were just hanging there. And yeah, I don't know. It's just so disrespectful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. How old was he? What were the... There's all kinds of dumb circumstances. Like a young 20-nut something. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. he didn't know what the hell he no was No excuse, doing. but yeah. He had yeah. no idea what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, why are we talking about them? I don't know. I mean, they, they've 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 sucked up so many airwaves. I think I think they've had enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow we got there. It's because of the martial arts thing. I think mm. that they they figured out um, how to use that gladiator arena type uh, thing yeah. to their advantage. Because people right. want to see. Like, haven't there been all these like TikTokers fighting and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Get, I don't look. I don't pay usually for 
pay-per-view anything it has to be an event and like my friends have to be into it Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like yeah okay i guess we've bought this thing we're watching it on tv and i'll pitch in the money right but i it's hard for me to keep track yeah there's nothing wrong with that i mean but you know and but just kind of getting out of the whole showbiz side of martial arts you know um uh you know you what you do uh is is really reminiscent of the martial arts that i grew up enjoying when I was younger and like you say, I guess made famous by, by Jet Li, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, is, he's the main guy who made Wushu famous then? Yeah. Wushu's like this sport, this uh, amalgamation of all these arts that were kind of like put together by, I don't know if it was like the Chinese government or like, an, you know, some, some not sect, but, uh, uh, y- you know, something that the Chinese government was like, hey, let's put this thing together and make it into a more standardized form that we can practice across. Mm. Um, and I, God, I wish Philip was here because my buddy, I have a friend of mine that like just kind of knows everything you'd ever want to know about martial arts and nice. can like speak Chinese and stuff. Oh, so, cool. you, so usually I have like a rough idea of something that I'm like, isn't there like, and he would know like the date, like it's 1940 something, wow. maybe. Anyways, it, so man. it's like a standardized thing put together from all of these different martial arts like Mm -hmm. uh, people came together and were like okay this is these are good standard moves these are good standard moves and it's sort of grown and evolved over time Mm -hmm. and it's gotten a little bit more dancey at times it's gotten a little bit more like depending on what you're doing yeah when they were trying to get it into the olympics it became more acrobatic so that they could like be like oh these are the points like gymnastics like this is this flips worth this and this is worth that and like although wushu is something that you know like ice skating honestly Mm. you can look at and go like well i think this is better for these reasons it's 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 all in the judgment right like someone might think something else is better and cleaner it's not it's not a race right you know a race is very Mm -hmm. uh isn't that the difference between like a game and uh uh like there's a a like a something with like a ball or a finish line is quite easy to to measure. Mm-hmm. If the thing gets to this side, it's a touchdown. If it right. if if you you're the last person across or the first person across the line, you win. Mm-hmm. Um, ice skating, gymnastics, um, a lot of really um, beautiful sports. Um, are a lot harder to, to score. A little more subjective. Yeah, subjective. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and Wushu is one of those things. So right. they were just trying to make it fit into a tighter box mm. um, that would be scored easier because you're like, yeah, oh yeah, they spun twice and landed and it was a clean landing and right, that's right. something a little less subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, so it changed a bit. Anyways, that's what Wushu is. How do we get there again? <laughs> I guess just kind of going through martial arts in general. Yeah. But but so, so is that just through all, how many years did you, did you train that before you got on with Cirque? Uh, uh, I mean, I did uh, Wushu from the time I was like 14 to, you know, still I play with my weapons every now and then. I haven't done much this year, but, uh, uh, it would be about like 13 or 14 years before I was in Cirque du Soleil. I had my first audition though, like when I was 18 and I had another audition when I was like in my early twenties. So yeah. All with Cirque? Yeah. And I made it in the second time and I was like sick that day and I was like, no, I don't even want to go. First time I failed the strength test. 
Mm. I'd never like climbed a rope or like done pull-ups and stuff like that. I was right. very like focused on like my legs were strong. You right. know, my upper body was just like a toothpick. Huh. Um, and like n- not much has changed, but I can do pull-ups now and I can climb a rope and like <laughs> I can do a lot of, I could do all of the things that they needed to, yeah. for you to be able to do to get into Cirque at that time. Right. Um, and then Philip got into Cirque du Soleil and he needed a partner. And then mm. I went in for a private audition and then the rest was history. And I was in Zoomanity. Nice. So was that always the goal? Like, you know, to, to get into something like that? Yeah. When I, when I found out, like I saw Cirque du Soleil pretty early on in my life and I was like, whoa, these are the craziest, most talented people I've yeah. ever seen. These shows are amazing. Yeah. And it was a dream. That was a bucket list job for me. And I actually, I kind of thought it slipped through my fingers and it was never, it was never going to happen. Mm. Um, and, and I kind of developed new goals. Um, and I just kind of poo-pooed it and we're like, oh, I'm just going to do these other things. They're better anyway. Yeah. You know, um, because I was young when it happened and I was like sort of butt hurt. And then I, right. um, are you even allowed to say that now? Is butt hurt like a. <laughs> I think you're still allowed to say butt hurt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that one's gone. So I was like young. too far yet. I was young and butt hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess and this context is Is it key, like right? falling on your butt? Like, I don't know. Is that like, <laughs> is that like anti homo or something? Because like I took it in my ass and I was like never doing that again. Like, I don't know what the, the context <laughs> of that that's word the actual, is. That's the actual term. Was being uh, being buttered, yeah. Be like, God, well, that sucked. Yeah. Not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Anyway, so yeah. so I was butt hurt about not getting in, and then eventually I uh, this it came around. Like I I wanted it, and it came in in such a different way. I thought I'd be at a show called Ka, mm. which is like a very martial arts heavy show, and I mm-hmm. ended up in this like. 18 plus uh you know show where the girls are topless real racy very fun uh much more actually my like personality and dynamic and i got to do this martial arts act with my best friend Mm -hmm. um so that was very cool and and that just goes to show you that you don't know when or how you know goals dreams aspirations you've had will you know how they will show themselves right um because that was that was a goal and i and and i didn't even it just kind of went it 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 went by the wayside and then bam yeah i was moving to las vegas and you know Mm -hmm. it was crazy anyway yeah so i guess you're originally from what like san diego yep southern california i'm san diego born and raised yeah i lived in la you lived in LA. Yeah, I traveled quite like quite a bit. Yeah, but I'm definitely like a Southern California person. Right. And now, um, I love Nevada. Yeah. Yeah, I love Las Vegas. I think it's the best pa- place to travel from. You can. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's it's an interesting place. It's got its own type of charm, and I think once you figure out that charm, you know, um, it 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 changes a little bit. You yeah. Know? Like it's not. I don't know. It's an interesting place. It's it's a very it's 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 got its own thing. It's it's its own place. It really is, and I think going beyond, you know, like um, the strip and the tourists and in in drunk bachelor parties and shit like that. You know, like there's there's like a weird there's a weird vein of culture here that when you find it, it's really really cool. You know, and. Um, but you know, saying that you know it's a good place to travel from. I don't. What do you mean by that? <laughs> so, so I think we're like heavily subsidized, um, tra- like like plane wise, because mm. they want people to come here. 
So because a lot of people can fly here, it's a great um, airport to fly from to other places, yeah, and it's, and it's sure. cheaper mm-hmm. um, than most places would be. Like, I mean, other hubs that are probably similar is maybe like LAX and uh, um, Atlanta has a big airport, right. but we have like a small airport, but they want everyone to be able to fly here. Yeah. So we can fly almost direct flights to basically anywhere we want Very from true. Vegas, yeah. and it's not super duper expensive mm-hmm. um like you know trying to fly out of a smaller city than to get to a big hub to go right. wherever right um that's what i meant <laughs> yeah. that's what i meant yeah i, I was like I was like do you yeah. like driving in the desert <laughs> yeah i was like and then it's a great place to travel from like yeah because you can have a quality of life here that's amazing because right. it's like a it's like a big small city mm-hmm. a lot of people come to visit here there's great food and like i said the 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 ability to travel mm-hmm. um, from here is great. Yeah. Um, tax incentives. <laughs> no state tax, no yeah. state income tax. Yeah. yeah. It's, great. <laughs> it's a great place to have a business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it is, it is much more possible to live like a, uh, a, um, a certain standard of life here. It doesn't yeah. cost near as much. You know, if you go to like Southern California or anywhere in California or, you know, um, most places it feels like, you know, uh, it's so expensive. And here it's literally half the cost to live here. I was like young and auditioning and like, you know, working a juice bar job. And I lived on the side of a guest house in like what amounts to being a shed basically that had like a light that I, it, it was way smaller than this room. It was, it was literally half the size of this room. Wow! And I, it's like a Hong Kong apartment. No, it's smaller. I think it's smaller <laughs> than a Hong Kong apartment. Like, what would, what do you think that square footage of of that? This would room. Be? Oh, this. I mean, this is tiny. This is a, this is a tiny little room. This is not even ten feet by ten feet, probably. Okay. Yeah. So it might be ten by ten. Let, let's let's just say it is, but it was like ten by five. Okay, mm. that I lived in, and there was a door on it, and I put like a security door on this thing, and I built a, um, uh, not a loft, but a like I basically put a platform in the middle of this part where I put a mattress up on top, and then underneath the platform, I put like a bar to hold clothes and stuff, and I threw like a beanbag chair on the floor, mm. so I I had like this mini little place, so you could just walk in. Turn left, climb up a little ladder that I made, sleep up top, and then wow. you had to you had to bend over in half <laughs> to then to then go, get to your clothes wow. over on the side there. Yeah. yeah, and I was paying like three hundred dollars for that place in Burbank, <sighs> plus Jesus. utilities. Yeah. It was like four hundred and something bucks a month, and I lived in it. It's insane. A shed. With, yeah. It did have a light. That's it had a light. Yeah. Did it have running water? No, I had to go in. No, I had to go into the house to take a shower, wow. like into the main house. I, I didn't even use the guest house, so I'd no. have to cross a lawn to get into the back door. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's insane. Like you quality know, was, of life's way better. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I own a house. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy, right? I mean, I was, I was, I was looking into it not long ago. I was just like, you know tossing the idea around it wasn't too long ago and yeah. i'm just i'm looking at places to live with with my wife and it's just like yeah 
maybe uh, not. Yeah, maybe yeah, I don't not. think that's gonna happen. because yeah. <laughs> like literally for for us, I mean, I mean, I have four kids. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So for us to live in anywhere decent there i mean i gotta live so far away yeah like way you know like or be like mega rich or be mega rich yeah it's like i gotta i gotta commute you know an hour and a half every day you know and still pay like thirty five hundred dollars a month to live somewhere okay yeah okay yeah okay like, not even like a nice place like okay yeah it's just like yeah, your fucking mind, man. Like I can't do it. You know what I mean? It's not like we're that far away here in Vegas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, I know you're literally 20 minutes from everything in Vegas or less. Yeah. 20 minutes or less. I could visit any friend in Vegas in 20 minutes. It's nice, right? The road yeah. system here is fantastic. It's great. It's all grid. You know, yeah. it's easy to get places. L.A. Holy moly! It's terrible. Like, like if you actually lived like 20 minutes away from me, like a straight shot in a car. Uh, I'm never gonna see you because because yeah. the traffic is always so bad. Yeah, that you that that takes an hour or more. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Could you imagine getting from downtown to like Summerlin in 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 L.A. traffic? That would take 45, 50 minutes at least. At least. Yeah, and that's not that far away. No, <laughs> like that's no. like ten miles. I'd never visit Jay. Right. No, dude. it would just be like, sorry, dude. Like, yeah, I'll try and plan a trip next month. You yeah, <laughs> it, like, yeah. You it's really, crazy. you really have to like the people you live near. Yeah, or just like your house. I don't know. Yeah. I I do have a soft like a place in my heart for L.A. Mm -hmm. But having lived here, been able to get around, not wasted so much of my life in traffic. Yeah. Um, I'm like, whoa, I'm living. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm places. You know, right. grocery store, that was that was like a thing. Mm -hmm. like you have to plan going to the grocery store. Now I could be like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the grocery store. Yeah, especially here in Vegas, too, because like there's within two two to three miles of you, there's literally everything you need. Everything. Like that's, Everywhere. that's the way they set it up. It was so smart the way they designed yeah. this town. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, you can you can literally be if you need to go shopping, if you need to go to the grocery store, like whatever. Yeah. Like it's pretty quick. Yeah, pretty amazing. Anyways, we're just singing the praises for Las Vegas. Yeah. Anyways, there's Vegas, a lot of there's a lot of drugs and fucking depression here, so don't come here. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, we don't need any more Californians though. Being a Californian, you're not gonna like it here. Um, you're gonna miss all the traffic. You're gonna miss all that stuff. Um, yeah. You know, it's there's so many people that are leaving California. You know, and it's 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 obviously everybody knows that at this point. You know what I mean? But um. So it's like, what's what's the purpose of really living there anymore? Unless you want to, I I, I want to live by the beach, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's that's what that's what I would want. That's why I would want to go there because I could live, you know, that close to the beach and be almost just as close to mountains. Yeah. And you know, and you know, there's a lot of obviously there's all of the opportunity there. But like, why there's opportunity other places too? Yeah. I feel like it's um, you know, it's it's like a psychological thing where like, Oh, everything you have to go there. You know, if you, if, if you want to hit like some level, you know, of success in entertainment in some sort of way, I just, I, I believe that for a long time. Yeah. I, I don't think it's yeah. necessarily the truth. Obviously the opportunities are there, but, um, like it's, we're in a modern world. Like yeah. we don't have to be there. We can be wherever we really want to. Like, like Austin, Texas looks amazing. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that looks like the the next place. You know what I mean? I did. So I saw this really amazing house Yeah. on like, I don't know. I think it's this thing called Omaze. I don't even know what the hell that, that, that is, mm. but they like do giveaways for houses and I'm, and it's probably just like an email collection thing, yeah, but yeah. it was such a cool house that I saw in Austin that yeah. I was like, I don't know. This house looks great. Like you just have to pay the taxes or something on it. And I like did one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I did it. I've never been one to be like, yeah, I might fucking win this thing. Mm. I saw this cool ass fucking house in Austin, Texas, yeah. the suburb. It was like, had a nice tree. I was like, dude, there's Fuck a lot yeah. of trees and stuff there. It's yeah. 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 It, it's, it seems like, you know, it's like if we were to go somewhere, it's like that'd probably be the next place, it, you know, it's like because it's it's exploding in everything right now. Like, interesting. Yeah, it's really becoming like it's be, it's it's like a metropolis, dude. There's yeah. there's a there's a lot of tech there. The music and the arts community is like gigantic there. Yeah. Like it's one of the best like creative scenes in the country. That's so interesting. Yeah. You know, it's like it's. You know, it seems like an appealing place. I don't, I don't know how that would happen right now. Yeah. But like, you know, if, if it was, if I was to hit a point where I had the opportunity to go to move, like I'd really consider it. That's cool. Yeah. And like, it's super humid there. That's the oh, one that would thing. Be that's, nice. It's well, after leaving it's this dry suck, dude. Oh, this yeah. is like the driest desert ever though. Yeah. My girlfriend needs a facial. She's like, I need to have a facial once a month <laughs> or I'll like, age even faster. Yeah. It's very dry. Oh God. Like the summers are brutally hot here. Yeah. It's um, great right now though. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's like in the seventies and eighties, seventies in the morning and like eighties throughout the day. I don't even know. Lord, it's just it's perfect. When it yeah. hit 90 recently, I was like, Oh, yeah. I need sweater weather. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. You used to like, God, this last summer there was a couple of weeks there. It was like 117, like every day. Yeah. Like it was insane. <laughs> but there's something about the humidity. Have you, have you, have you spent a lot of time like in humid climates? So the only like really humid, like tropical climate I've been to, I, I, I was in Thailand for a month mm. and that was in a, on a tropical island, but it was like the monsoon season. So it okay. was, it wasn't super hot. Yeah. It was, it was actually the perfect temperature and I was wet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so you would sure. be a little bit cold. Like I, I would actually get cold sometimes mm. if that, if that makes sense. Cause like it would just, there's down so much moisture in the air. Yeah. But it would just downpour sometimes. Like it was wild. Yeah. It was very cool. And I like learned how to drive a, a, what are those called? A moped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like terrified at first. And by the end of it, I, I shit you not. I had four people on my moped. Really? Me and and three others. <laughs> That's and like hilarious. we were just missing like a chicken and a dog and I would have been a local. <laughs> yeah, I would have been yeah. Uh, you should have got a picture of that. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is a picture somewhere. It was really? like a really shitty low quality, but I was like, someone get a picture of this. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Um you know, living I lived in I lived in the South for a while, I lived in Nashville for for a handful of years. Uh like four it was like four and a half probably. Um, did you meet Jay out there? No, we, we lived there about the same time, but I didn't meet him until I moved here, which is so weird. But, um, but no, I mean the, the summers there, like I'd take a summer here before summer there. Oh really? Cause like the humidity is so intense. Yeah. Like, and when it gets, when it hits like a certain temperature, like it can be 95 there and like super humid and it feels like 115 here. Like it's insane. 
Like, there's, there's something about like the water baking. It's just like boiling water all so around you. So <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. You're just like, you're just constantly sweating. It doesn't stop. Like if you're outside at any point in time, like in the summertime when you go out and like have, go to like, you know, a bar or whatever the case is, like going out with people, like everybody has like a, like glistening. There's like a glow. <laughs> I bet everyone's yeah, like, skin looks great though. <laughs> I mean, my hair was great while I was there for oh, sure. Yeah? <laughs> like, yeah, it was very hydrating. Uh-huh. Uh, the winters, winters weren't too bad. Um, but I think that, I think Austin has a, a pretty similar climate. Okay. It's a little bit more humid there. I don't, I don't know if it's quite as bad, but, uh, you're starting to get into like the, the South at that point, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's not like all West Texas, which is basically like here. Yeah. You start to get into like the trees and the, the water and all that stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. You never know what life holds. Yeah. You sound like you want to get out of Vegas halfway. You're like, I'm ready for a new adventure. I always am, man. Like I, you know, I, I like moving to new places. Yeah. You know, um, it's kind of, I think it's kind of fun. I think it's important to move to new places. Like if you've lived in the same place your whole life, you have failed. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I mean, no offense, because, like, I'm sure a lot of people leave and then move back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to to not go anywhere else and see how things are done elsewhere, mm-hmm. like, no. You're selling yourself short. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. you're missing out on so much. Because every time you move, you're like, whoa. Yeah. This is amazing. And it is right. important to be a fish out of water and like have to create a new life for yourself and meet new people and find a place to live and yeah. and everything. If you're one of those people that like was born here and now lives 2 miles away from where your parents live, right. like that is it's just you know, I, I think it depends on what you want out of your life because, you know, some people are family people. Yeah, and um, you know, I I come from a pretty small town. And I still know, like, a lot of my family still lives there. Yeah. Uh, A lot of my friends still live there. And they will always live there. Yeah. I mean, and like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's, but that just wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Like, I I hit a point in my life where I'm like, like, all right, well, I've, there's nothing left here for me anymore. So I have to leave. I have to go. Yeah. Like, when that, when that point hits, it's like, when the wind calls, man, like you just gotta go. You yeah, know? it's just like what it is. You just gotta do it. There, there's just something about leaving, though. It's I I do think it's important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I mean, yeah, if your family is just number one, and a lot of people don't even have the means to leave where they grew up. That too. But yeah. I mean, that's that's part of it. But I think there's also something to be said for like just figuring it out and trying to find yeah. the the means. I mean, I moved to. What's LA and worked in a juice bar and lived, lived in, a, in a shed. Lived in a shed, like <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. you can make it happen. Yeah, um, yeah. It's what what do you want to do and yeah. how do you envision your life? And it's yeah, it's different for everybody. But like you said, it is. It's um, you learn a lot about yourself. You know, when when you when you take yourself, just like going back to earlier, just like taking yourself out of your comfort zone and doing things that you're afraid to do. Yes, you know, like un- opens up an entire different world for you. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, so everybody like like move out of your small town and yeah. go do something and yeah. and then when you've done lived your life like settle where you want to settle. See if you want to move back. Yeah. I mean, I would I dare say that most people they were forced to leave and someone was like you have to move to this city. And you they were like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. or you die. 
they would do it and then they'd be like oh, this wasn't so bad this is actually kind of cool this is not too bad. <laughs> yeah like, like this I met, is i met some really nice people this there. is pretty cool yeah then they'd be like yeah i was just kidding you weren't gonna die but then there's times <laughs> you know there's times when i do want to move home you know because i do miss being in a small town you mm-hmm. know what i mean and i miss the country you know um and i i miss the quiet and i and i miss like the lack of traffic Oh, you yeah. know, and all that stuff and, and like a more simple life. It's nice, but like, um, it's just not logical for me yeah. in my life and the things that I do. It's like, I can't, it's, it's impossible for me. So like, I literally have to build my own pirate ship if I want to do something like that. Yeah. And that takes a lot of time. Yeah. So maybe one day, you know what I mean? Like if I had the chance, I would love to build a cabin in the woods, yeah. you know, like back in Idaho and I would love it, you know? Um, when I'm old, I'm gonna I'm gonna run an animal sanctuary. Nice, yeah. Li- li- no, literally, I'm gonna like rescue birds and all, cool. all kinds of things that you wouldn't imagine. And I'm gonna start a nonprofit, and that's what I'm gonna do. And then I'm gonna die. That's great. No, I think that's a I think that's a that's a that's a great goal, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have my own personal animal zoo sanctuary <laughs> thing. Not a zoo. I mean, I want them to be like as, Wes's pets. Yeah. <laughs> No, like they're all going to be like, you know, land of lost toys, like a crow that can't fly and like huh. shit like that, yeah. you know, and like, so, like, you know, a lot of old dogs that are about to die. Like it's the graveyard's going to be huge, mm. but like, like they all need love. I don't know where I came with that. Oh yeah. Cause, cause of the farm life. Like yeah. one day that, that I really think that is going to be my retirement plan. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take care of animals that can't, you know, yeah make it, that can't live on their own anymore. Yeah. No, I think that's um, that's actually pretty cool. I like that. I, I could I couldn't do it. Like I'd like to have like I want to have goats and I want to have chickens and shit like that. I have chickens. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Four in in the middle of Las Vegas. In the middle of Las Vegas. In downtown Las Vegas, I yeah. have four chickens. Yeah. One of them is giving eggs already. Really? I've been. Oh, I should have brought you eggs. Yeah. Because I can't eat them because we're remodeling right now. Okay. So I have no kitchen, gotcha. and I just gave four eggs. Actually, I gave four eggs away today, so I have no eggs left. Mm. But. I get one new one a day. Next time I see you, I'll bring you yeah, eggs. Yeah, bring me some eggs. And <laughs> I'll have probably two, three, maybe maybe all my chickens at that point, four wow. chickens giving me eggs. And that should be about, you know, two to four a day. This one wow. chicken is laying an egg a day. I don't know how she does it. That's insane. She also, like, every time I, like, come up and, like, feed them and stuff, she's the only one giving eggs, so I guess she's the only one that wants to, like, fuck. <laughs> and, like, she does this weird thing where she, like... I thought she was scared at first, but she just like kind of like huddles down and is like, like, I don't know if you can match that sound with a, like a feeling, but she like goes like this and she kind of like shakes and vibrates and gets closer to the floor and then her tail feathers like flip up and then her like, like her, it's like all the same thing. Like her vagina, butthole, pee hole, all of it goes like predator. It goes like, 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 like do me daddy. And I'm like, Roberta. I'm your mother, <laughs> you know, like relax. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, yeah. and then I, and then I scratch her neck and I'm like, I'm like, just pretend it happened. Okay. Love and, <laughs> and, and move on. Wow. <laughs> She's yeah. That's so, that's so crazy. I've never even heard of chickens being in the mood before. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know they she wanted, wants she just, it. <laughs> yeah. That's, she, that's hilarious. She wants, I mean, I imagine like she's, I guess so. Yeah. She's, she's perioding all the time. Yeah. That's what eggs are. Yeah. And then and then she's like but like n- they're never fertilized. Right. She's just like come on, someone, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> I'm so like nice. relax, I'm your mother. <laughs> 
it's incest like get out of here (laughs) yeah i'm like we're related stop that it's inappropriate (laughs) that's hilarious it's very funny she's my favorite she like perched on my arm and stuff nice yeah nice she's a a bard rock they're very pretty google that bard rock a bard rock chicken Mm. i have a bard rock a buff orpington named buffy Huh. Roberta the Bard Rock, and then I have two silver-laced Polish chickens. Wow, and there's those, a lot of different types of chickens. And huh? those have, like, like they look like Vegas showgirls. Oh, yeah. And one's named Dolly, and the other one is named Jubilee. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, I don't that's know. Good. Did I, I would love to have chickens. Oh, like, that's how we got there. Yeah. I'm like, always trying to figure out, like how we got to where we tangents oh yeah i'm the worst at that i can't have a straight line of a conversation ever (laughs) it's like hold on a second i gotta figure this out yeah where did this start yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no yeah that's that's definitely a thing like regardless of like where we end up we're gonna move like on the outskirts of town Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna have like an acre or two and we're gonna like have our garden and like you know um and our chickens and our goats and shit like that i love that. you know and have animals that just wander outside all the time oh i love that yeah it's just like it's yeah it's it's um it's a it's a it's a it's a wholesome way to live you know i feel like i kind of have that in downtown las vegas i have like my tortoise scratches at my door yeah and i'll feed her and i pull like flowers off of the the things i have growing in my garden and i'll Mm. I'll feed them to her and that's cool she has like the places that she like she's awake right now but she's about to hibernate and i won't see her for six months really yes where does she hibernate she i have a i dug well actually charles you know charles um i like we dug a hole for her and then like um put a uh like a like almost like a quonset hut i don't know what we'd call Hmm. it like a like a half dome on top of it and then mm. buried it and then buried like put sand on it and then like made it look like it's part of the garden it's almost wow. like a little hobbit hole uh-huh. but she like crawls in there she's dug out more of it i don't know how deep huh. i don't know how deep this thing goes but i can tell you this i stuck a phone on the end of a stick that goes down into the into the thing and i turned the flashlight on and i turned the 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 video on and I was trying to like find her and the hole went so deep and really? like curved again that oh, wow. I have no idea where, where she she's was. She's out in the yard somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like she's definitely in that hole somewhere, but it could be like it's next to my house. Like I, I don't think she goes under the house, mm-hmm. but I think it's even deep, like deeper. Wow. Yeah. It's very That's cool. crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know they did that. Yeah. They burrow. It's a desert tortoise. Hmm. You're not actually allowed to like. Well, you, you can have the ones that were born in captivity or that were taken from the wild before like a certain year, hmm. but they're like endangered in the wild, but they're nowhere near endangered as a pet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's so many of them that are not in their natural habitat. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But she runs the whole yard. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. Wow. Wow. Now we're how, talking how about- big is, how big is, how big is she? Mm, she's probably like, well, she's probably like 20 or 30 years old, but she's only about the size of a football and a half and 20 years old 20 or 30 we don't know how old she is wow yeah her name's charlie actually like charles nice (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah he was on here he was episode number two oh really yeah yeah right before he right before he moved back to nashville so no one's been listening since episode two probably I'm just nope. kidding. I'm just nope. Kidding. Charles, <laughs> You'd be correct. you ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Charles, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I love Charlie. <laughs> no, yeah, this this show it's uh it's it's coming along, man. Like it trends up every week. Like uh, it's it's quickly becoming something. That's great. You know, like it's it's far from where I want it to be one day, but it gets it trends up every single week. Isn't and that, that's all I can ask for? Isn't that like everything that we do? We're just always trying to get better. Yeah. At it, and then, you know. Yeah. Then it then it's doing what we want it to do, hopefully. But it never like I don't know. I I don't think I've ever done anything and been like, yeah, that's doing what I want. Right. I might just be a shitty like little pessimist or something. Mm. But but I'm I'm always like that turned out different than I thought. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Actually, having to create all this content though has made me less about the result and more about the process. Mm. And then also because of that, I'm also slightly more about the result. I'm like, oh yeah, that did really well. And the process was, I didn't think it was good or whatever, but the statistics tell me this is Mm. a great video because it has like millions and millions of views. And then something I thought was cool didn't get any views. And I'm like, well, goes, goes to show what my taste is. Right. Well, that's, I think that's, that's, you know, even, you know, looking at the statistics and seeing the end result, it only strengthens the process at yeah. that point because you you can now enjoy the process or refine the process and make it enjoyable for you, you know, because like you say, what you're doing might not always be the thing that everybody wants to see. And the thing you don't want to do is like blowing up for some reason. Um, but, you know, so like what it you can look back on your process and be like, what did we do here that was so much different from here? Yeah. You know, and, and so it does become about the process at that point. Cause you're, you're, you're end because of the success that you guys are having. It's, it's not that it's guaranteed, but you guys are going to get numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's going to happen. So you can really focus in on the process and the creation point of everything. And yeah, which has got to be cool. But it also like in, in the same token, like my idea Two now I'm like because you're still an artist like even when you're creating things and like you're you want to get paid and you want to make money and you want to get views, um, but there's also a part of me that's like well I have all these things I want to do that I don't think are gonna get views, mm-hmm. you know, um, or or rather I don't actually think that I think like there's this thing that I wanted to this story I want to tell and and then I just logically kind of look at it and I'm like I don't think that'll go viral, but. I still want to tell the story and I think that's what being an artist is, right? Mm-hmm. Like you still have to do the things that, that you're being, that you, that want to get out of you, mm-hmm. you know, that you want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. I, 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 because this is the first time in my life where I, well, I've, I've had some like minor successes in, in like virality mm-hmm. on the internet, but, but this consistently going viral and, and all of that, it's kind of freed me in a way. Cause I'm like, well, I don't feel any different, you know, there's tons of people, billions, like, or billion, like, I don't know, like a, a pers- like a large percentage of the planet has seen things that I've made yeah. w- w- or, or been a part of making, rather, because you're always a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't feel any different. And I still have all of these stories 
that I want to tell yeah. that aren't that aren't even part of that that platform. Right. You know what I mean? That yeah. are just different. That are like an indie film mm-hmm. or a thing that maybe won't make any money. Right. You know, but like I think it's important for those things to to get made. Yeah, because those those stories are the things that like really mean something to you. Yeah, not just me, but might mean something to someone else. Yeah. Like, and it might only be a, a, a small group of people that like needed to see it and mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, oh, yeah. whoa, someone gets me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, sp- and speaking of which, I mean, you've you've written and directed a handful of films now. Yeah. And um, so one, like- one should be done soon. God, we've, we've all really been, done soon. <laughs> we've all been really, yeah. I've been, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's yeah, well, that needs to get finished. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I'm kind of I feel like I'm really holding up the uh the line on that. No, no. But, I've got a poster too that's like in process and yeah. like I'm like I'm slowly undressing by the way right now. Yeah. Like now my socks are off. Yeah, Sorry. we're going to light some candles soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh but no, yeah, that's but you know, so you've done how many films have you how, how many films have you made at this point? Because it's been well, it's been a, a few short films. Yeah. Well. Okay. Like that I've directed and and written. Like, like I've directed and written two, but I wrote another one that I was in with with uh, Elaine wrote it with me and Elijah, and then Jay directed that one. And um, I've also been in like a, a few indie films and stuff, mm-hmm. but like those were shorts that I like that I like helmed and that process for me was uh like really great because you have to see it from the the paper to 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 on the projector one day you know and there's so many people that you have to collaborate with Mm -hmm. um to get uh this thing done um and I think that's that is just so fun like I love it. Like I yeah. like to be on set. I like to. I like the whole process of making a movie. The part. The part I like the least is probably the writing. But the writing is also the most fulfilling, mm. right? Um, and uh, it's just so good. It's so good because it's not yours. At the end of it, it's like everybody's. Like it really is. Yeah. When it comes down, there's. It's such a collaborative uh, process and it's such a collaborative art yeah. form. That you know, when it, when it comes down to it, like a lot of directors will not admit to that, but it really is. It's everybody's film at that point. Like it's somebody's vision, yeah, which becomes multiple people's vision, which becomes yeah. multiple people's project and work. You know, and it's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still like finding myself as a as a director, mm-hmm. um, even with like these videos and things like that. I'm always learning something. I think I'm actually, I've become an excellent collaborator. Mm-hmm. Like I really think that I'm very directable right now. Mm. Like I've never been this directable in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a place where, you know, they're like, try this, do that. And I'll just, I'll just do it yeah. and I'll try it. I don't know if it's the best thing ever, yeah. but like if you're collaborating with me, I will 100% be in without much judgment. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's what this like fast content creation has has done for me. I think that that ability to just kind of adapt and go with things is has has gotten heightened. And I think also because of that, on the other side, like as the as the point person, quote unquote, who's maybe directing something, I have become better, but I'm still a little clunky. 
I think getting other people to do the things that I want them to do, sometimes my communication is just right. a little bit off. Mm -hmm. Luckily, but, but we, we put out content so fast that it's like, ugh, I don't really have the time for the second or third or the fourth take that I was like, okay, I finally figured out everything that I need, guys. You right, know, let's do right. this, this, and that. It's just like, no, you got... You got what you, you got. 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 So yeah. it's so it's a bit of you know I'm I'm refining getting to a clearer vision faster. I mean um, that's loads and loads of experience every single day. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and just in whatever role that you're playing, whether you're acting, you're writing, or directing, or whatever you're doing, I mean that's yeah, you know, uh, just with the quick turnaround, you're doing so many a day. It's like you're forced. You're literally forced. It's like you have to get your thoughts across or you have to show up and perform like you have to do this stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll be Crazy. playing like a cop, then a priest, then, a, <laughs> yeah. then someone who's just coming home in the military. Yeah. <laughs> then like, then like a, cheating, building, a cheating husband. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all very fun. Right. Yeah. And well, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's not like, you know, they're not super serious tones, but the fact that you have to like jump from yeah. this mindset to that mindset and like bam 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 in succession yeah. all week you yeah. know it's like every week all week every week every month you know i mean that's not it can't be easy no um it it gets easier and easier right i, I find because like, you're getting better yeah well yeah. yeah i i like i was i think i came in saying like because you kind of have to be able to do everything like that is a bit exhausting and you're all you're always kind of mining for new ideas yeah you know but the next thing that you're going to film and and do and it does get you to a place where you're just like all right let's execute the vision let's mm -hmm. do it let's do it and before i think i had a lot of um things that kind of held me back from that me mm -hmm. all me but like i had a lot of reasons why not to try something not to shoot the thing not to do it oh right. well i don't want to shoot it on an iphone the sound's not good enough and like yeah. the set and like all of this stuff now i'm like all right we need to make a fucking priest great <laughs> yeah. black t-shirt does anyone have a have, have like a white piece of paper all right cool <laughs> glue it underneath the 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 collar yeah. great you're a priest tuck in your shirt thanks uh you know mm -hmm. and you're just making decisions and making it happen yeah and you're like oh this looks good enough anyone have a cross all right let's 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 put a let's put it on the wall sweet all right we're in a church um mm -hmm. there be and then before it would be like well, I need to get the costume and right. like, I need to find the perfect location right. and like, we need to know exactly what we're going to say Yeah, and, and all of that. And now I'm just like, all right, let's make it happen. It's kind of accepting the medium though, right? Like it's accepting the fact that you are making videos for Facebook and they're really, really fast and they're going to go bam, bam, bam through people's social media feeds and we yeah. don't have the time to like, you know, um, to, to, to do all this stuff. Like, I don't think that like, you know, the next short film or or whatever that you decide to write and direct you're probably not going to take the same attitude towards that you know it's kind of accepting the medium at that point no know? i don't i don't but i do think it will inform it quite a lot mm -hmm. like i think that the perfectionism that i've kind of held on to mm -hmm. will will disappear and i also think that it could be a really great thing oh yeah i, yeah. I think there's going to be a different freedom in it and i'm much more like well, it is what it is. Okay. Mm. Um, I I think I'm going to be looser with it, but in a way that creates something a bit more special because I have got the, the reps in, right. if that makes sense, where mm -hmm. I'm just like, 
okay, <laughs> we're going to try all of these things and I, I think they're going to work. Yeah. I'm probably not even going to think about it that way. I'm just going to be like, yeah, we're going to try all this stuff. Yeah. And it's going to be simply that. And uh, I think everyone can be on board with that. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't throw it together haphazard or anything, but I do think that I would be like the, the bird in hand is like, the, I'll just hold on to it. You know, mm-hmm. where I'm always trying to like, no, I think it's that bird. Like, this is a terrible analogy. You know, like, it. no, no, like the, the other thing. Like, I want that thing instead. Nope, mm-hmm. I'm just going to make the, I think a lot of it is just making the decision and going like, this is what it is now. How can yeah. I make this all, especially if budget. I mean, look, you, you hand me a few million dollars. Like, I'm right. going gonna, gonna to put all the time and effort I need into, sure. into, yeah. into making the thing absolutely amazing. You hand mm-hmm. me a couple you know, you know, you give me a toothpick and a <laughs> yeah, for sure. and a rubber band and I'm yeah. going to be like, all right, let's let's make this work. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Strap this iPhone to your head. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're learning how to be super innovative and economic. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I'm very excited to make content that's kind of been informed by what I've been doing. I'm ready to like make that. I'm not going to say specifics about the TV show that we were talking about before, but like, I'm ready to make that TV show now. Mm-hmm. Like my idea of how to create a storefront and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, let's, let's just set it up and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whereas before I needed the perfect set. Yeah. Now I'm like, all right, we need tables and clothes on the thing. But also that's not always like you can kind of take an, a, a point of view where it's like, we have other people to create a perfect set you know yes. what I mean? so like you don't necessarily in a situation like that you don't necessarily have to be the guy that's making the set perfect you can be like here's my idea this is what i want now you know you know our department go get to fucking work or something you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> like do go build this yeah you know? yeah yeah and how about money just solves that all, money. all problems yeah. doesn't it yeah it's so. like it sucks that that's always the thing yeah for the most part is money is in the way of like you being able to deliver these larger scale art pieces or not. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it'll all be there. You know, we're just, we're just, we're working towards the goal and that's, that's just, that's just what we do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, like, well, yeah. Now I, you know, I look at these numbers too that we've pulled in and it makes me think totally different about the whole thing, the mm. pitching. I've always like talked to people with like feelings. Yeah. And now I just, have numbers i'm like like you know 250 million views this month yeah when you can just say that (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, for sure or like or like point to 10 videos and be like oh yeah that's 2.5 billion views yeah and that shows i'm an excellent collaborator right sign the dotted line (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) just just sign the dotted line yeah (laughs) that's a lot of clout man i know it's 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 wild and it it's it's a funny thing. Elaine, she had a video, her like second video, um, hit like 150 million views or wow. something like that. Crazy. Yeah, she murdered it. Yeah. I need to get her on here soon as well. You should get Elaine on here. Yeah. I feel like every single time that I hear from her anything, I always see pictures and she's like in a different part of the country and like going and doing all this shit. So I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to see her next, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but we have her, we have her working hard. We got Elijah working now too. I heard that that was going to happen. Elijah's another guy I got to get on here. Yeah. You know, and um, Elijah's great. This is, this is the simple equations family that we're, yeah. we're talking about here. And uh, that's cool. So what has Elijah been doing? 
He's been doing the videos. He's been making videos with us, and um, he as talent, uh, like like a, as that's a creator a, and talent. Sometimes just, I mean, you I have guess to do that's what all. everybody does, right? You have to do it all. Like you're, you're in front, behind. You, you have to do everything. That's um, cool. And yeah, he's he's doing good. He's learning fast. Like nice. uh, Elaine came in at a really good time. Elijah's coming in at a time where things are a little bit more hectic. Hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's been a, I. But he's so chill. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. Elaine needed to come in at the time she came in and mm. Elijah can just like kind of like, all right, h- handle what's happening. Yeah. He's very calm. Yeah. And cool. Headed, yeah. yeah. I might be doing some video gaming now, like video sh- game streaming. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like on Twitch or something? No, Facebook. On Facebook? I okay. might put, I put dude, it on like Twitch face- too. Gaming is huge on Facebook now. Like I, I get this notification from this dude every like four times a day. He's you know, gaming. Because I watched him like a couple times. You know, and he plays like a bunch of different stuff. He's oh yeah, dude. what is he playing? So I know what to play. A bunch of stuff. Like I'm kind of a loser, and like I started watching him because oh, yeah. like he was playing. He was like this. You ever seen those trucking simulators? Euro truck simulator too. Yeah. Yo, I love watching it. You I don't know watching, why. I don't do you know watch why. the Grand Theft Auto cow? No. That cow that like just walks and then it's like getting shot at by the other people. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, no. I, haven't, I haven't watched that. <laughs> oh, you watch. You're going to, you text me when you see that cow. Okay. <laughs> the next time you open up Facebook, you're yeah. going to be like, that's the fucking cow he was talking that's about. Hilarious. Yeah. He, he, that's, that's kind of how I started watching him. And then he does like a lot of like golfing and he does like baseball and like all kinds of different things. You know what I mean? Like all like really games? Like practical games. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, like video gaming. Yeah. Know? And, um, practical. I get. Like, I don't know the term. Practical, not like, but not like, like realistic. Yeah, like like soccer, FIFA. Exactly. Like that's a. He's not playing like Assassin's Creed. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he's playing like sports games. Okay. And things like that, okay. which are fun to watch. You know what I mean. Like I'm just a loser like that. You not, know? <laughs> I would way rather watch Assassin's Creed. I want to. Me watch too. People like, like that's you know. what that's what I that's what I play. Yeah. You know what I mean. And like you know the people that, but honestly. Like, I find myself watching a lot of, like, just super competitive gaming. You know, like, a lot of, like... Uh, Smash Bros? No, have you seen that yet on there? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I... Is this I've, on Twitch or on Facebook? I think it's... I mean, there's a bunch of people that play that. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into it. You I, should. Uh, so... But I like watching, like, a lot of, like, um, competitive, like, first-person shooters and stuff yeah. like that. Because, like, there's such, like... Because with games like that, um, it's less... It's. I think they're more entertaining to watch, honestly, than the story game because I want to play the story. Yeah. The, the story game. You know what I mean? I want to play the fantasy game or whatever it is because I want to be in the story itself. So it's like if I'm not watching it from the very beginning to end, it's kind of like it's it's kind of weird. But like if you're watching somebody to play a competitive game, yeah, then you can just watch the competition. Yeah. You know. Um. But no, yeah. So that's all I was saying. It's like he plays a lot of stuff like that and. I watched him like two or three times, maybe a few more. Uh, but um, a few more. <laughs> but, I'm a, but I get like he's a million, in my pocket streaming right now. I guarantee. I, if I look at my phone, there's there's probably rude. There's not. Look at him. He's put. He's yeah, I'm looking at my picked phone. Picked up his phone. <laughs> put it but, back uh, down. We had a conversation. We're having about a conversation this. here. <laughs> but but no, I mean you know. I didn't watch him that many times is what I'm saying. And I get a notification every single time he goes live. And I'm just like, I don't want to be an asshole and like unclick the notification. Oh, you're so nice. I, maybe I'm lazy too. That's, so, <laughs> that's just so nice of you. But like, I don't, I don't know, know who for else some reason, feels that way. 
I feel like there's times. I don't know why I feel that like, way. Fuck you, dude. I don't yeah. want to ever see you again. Yeah, yeah. How do I? Un- how do I unsubscribe? But he's like a kind of a cool <laughs> dude, and he's just like this kind of like stoner with these super long dreads, and he just oh, like cool. plays games and takes bong rips and stuff. So it's oh. just entertaining to watch. Oh wow! But um, I wonder if he's monetized. If he's taking bong rips, um, dude, I feel he's, like that's he's not pretty big. He's he's he, he might has be making his money on Twitch. Could be. I'm Maybe. sure he's streaming on both at the same time. Well, I don't know if you can take a bong rip on Facebook, and that. I mean, be like I watched it. Kosher. Yeah, I'm sure it happened. I yeah. don't know. For God, the, he the doesn't rules. say here I am smoking marijuana. Yeah, he's like here I am breathing just... in and out of a vase. <sighs> there we go. There's my vape pen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Maybe you can do that. Yeah. I'm gonna um, do this thing called Man Eater. Hmm. It's about a shark. Okay. Like, okay, so have you seen Red Red? Red, Red Dead Redemption. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite games. Okay, well, sure. like it's all over Facebook right now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that looks pretty cool. But then I saw this like, man, and I just ordered a PS5. But I have a I have a Switch right now, so I was like, I may as well make use of my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought this thing called Man Eater, and it's about a shark, a bull shark that um gets like injured by like this fisherman and his son hmm. when when it's a baby shark and then it's like seeking revenge <laughs> nice yeah i'm like <laughs> i'm like super excited about yeah. that and i feel like there's something about sharks that people are like oh my god that's a shark and then like also like you could like be attacking someone like as you can like that's good and then like and like eat it and then you evolve like mm. you get better powers like sonar and shit wow i don't know if you smell blood in the water or something hmm. anyway that seems interesting i also bought another pokemon game because i was like i yeah. wonder if anyone would just watch me play pokemon i guarantee it because i could i could play pokemon for the day yeah like 12 hours i bet i could play pokemon for 12 hours Dude, there's so much money to be made in playing video games online right now. Like, it's crazy. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm ready to start my new career. I'm going from content creator to video game streamer. Yeah, man. I'm not even that good at video games. I'm like, all right. You know, (laughs) I think a lot of people watch it for the person. Like, back in the day, like, when I was playing a lot of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, Mm -hmm. um, this was a few years back, Um, I, I followed so many people that played that game. You know I'm burping I mean? and I'm trying not to like burp it in the mic. That's, I've been doing the same thing. Like, <laughs> I saw you do it too. I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> is that how you do it? I'm just pretending I didn't need a burp this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean like the, the biggest streamer for one of the biggest streamers, you know, for that game. And like he does like a lot of Call of Duty and stuff now. It's Dr. Disrespect. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen him before. Dr. Disrespect. Oh my God, he's so funny. Does he just fucking clown on everyone? Yeah. He's like, he's just, he he wears like this black mullet wig and like uh, his like a giant mustache <laughs> and wears like sunglasses and he's like all 80s, 80s, like he just listens to like 80s, like, you know. This sounds great. It's amazing. And yeah. he's just, and he just fucking shouts. Wait, he can listen to music? And he's just a fucking music? asshole. To, I think it's like he, he has people that's like submit. Music, oh, music to him to play. Oh, okay. And because um, I was like, that's gonna fuck it with his whole monetization. Yeah, no, they're there. I'm pretty sure it's either all royalty free or has people make it for him. But it's all Great. just like it's all just like new, like like new wave stuff. Synth, <laughs> it's like, just yeah, it's like synth wave stuff. Okay. And it's fucking amazing. That's cool. And he's so funny. And I think that's a big reason. He's also extremely good. Yeah, you know. But uh, I think the big reason why a lot of people watch him and he's won streamer of the year like so many times. And really, yeah. Um, Wait, is this? Like a Twitch thing, like, he was he was on Twitch for long. I think he got kicked off of Twitch. Um, <laughs> for what? Fucking 
probably just saying some stupid shit. I can't remember what it was. Like, I think he said some shit to somebody and they kicked him off. Because <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's just I mean, an asshole, yeah, you know what I mean? But he's, like, funny, funny about it, yeah. you know? And, um, How old so do you I think, think he is? He's, he's, like, 40 or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I fucking love that, like, people have made their whole career off video games and they're like 40 years old and they're talking shit to kids or or whatever age person there (laughs) there's there's a lot of people that are over 40 playing video games Mm -hmm. hiding from their wife or vice versa hiding from their husband um it's just funny to me yeah and everyone's like you can't make money playing video games and now it's like you can make millions of dollars playing video games you're like watch me did you know i can make money unboxing toys yeah fuck you yeah i can make money doing whatever i want (laughs) that's not what's crazy man the world has changed you know what i mean and like people are becoming their own products Mm -hmm. and that's you know and like the big industry heads are trying to desperately break the shit down and keep the old system in place, but it's not working. It's not working. It's over with. Like you yeah. know, people have figured out how to do their own thing and just literally be the product themselves. Yeah, there was an influencer. I don't know who it is. Some influencer I don't know of, but I think they went to like maybe they didn't go, but like what the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. You know this thing? It's like yeah. it's like a bunch of rich people get Fancy, together. Like, fashion party thing? And yeah, it's like fashion and whatever. Yeah. There was someone from like this thing called Extinction Rebellion that like went there and was like overconsumption equals like death or whatever. Huh. And like fucked up the whole fashion show. Really? Which, which I love. <laughs> yeah. Like fast, yeah, that's fa- great. fast fashion and all this stuff is bad. It's hard not to be a part of it, but it's bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, it's just like a bunch of like celebrities and like people who feel important. Yep. They all get together and dress. Like the uber rich and yeah, like Kim Kardashian wore a thing. She looked like a like a what those those black things from Harry Potter that suck your soul out. Dementor. Oh really? She oh, like I did see that. Fucking... Her and her and uh, her and was it was it Kanye? Her and Kanye West like they were just like pure black. Yeah, it's that's pretty. I, that was pretty. I cool. didn't know I it was that was Kanye kinda, as well. I thought so. Okay, I could be wrong, but. That's, like, that's kind of cool. I kind of liked that one. So, so um, there was some there was some stupid other shit that I saw, but most so, of it is all ridiculous. But that was kind of cool. So where I was going with this though is like this influencer was like was like all these celebrities getting pissed off because like we're fucking famous. Like, bitch, you think you're a celebrity? I'm a fucking celebrity. And I swear they sounded just like this. Yeah. I don't even know if it was a girl or a guy. I can't remember that they sounded like this. Yeah. And they're like, you know, like. I'm fucking famous, bitch. Get used to it. You think I can't come to the Met Gala? Yeah. I have more followers than you. Sit the fuck down. Like this person <laughs> was going off, and oh, I was man. just laughing. But it. But there is. There's this like. There's this weird celebrity influencer thing. Like, I've always looked up to actors and musicians mm-hmm. and and like you know Jane Goodall and like people that like like. But usually actors. Like I've always thought acting was so cool. Yeah. Um. But now, do you know what the number one job that people want is? Just being an influencer? To be an influencer. Yeah. To be their own content creator because there's some like form of like, there's an extra bit of a- autonomy to it. Because right. you're like, I'm myself, even though it's all fucking contrived. You know? Like you still have yeah. to have a brand or a this or a that. Absolutely. But at least you're kind of, tr- you can kind of be true to yourself. But like for the most part, most people aren't. 100 percent well, the, the thing that they're showing they can't be no and you know the, the the major influencers like man they already sold themselves a long time ago to yeah. whatever brand that they're trying to push or sell or whatever somebody else had them push or sell themselves as yeah i mean like a lot of them you know what i mean 
it's like t- taking the Kardashians, for example. Like, yeah. Good Lord. Like, well, who even worked, are they? She worked for I don't for even Kim. know who they are. I'm, I'm sorry. Kim worked for Paris. So Kim for, Paris, she, Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's assistant. Really? Yeah. As far as mm-hmm. I know, she was she was Paris Hilton's assistant. She also comes from fucking money and blah and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Paris Hilton knows exactly how to be a socialite and be a be a thing. It's like, like her and Nicole Richie, right? They really started this whole. Thing. Yeah, and then yeah. Kim came out with Kim, uh, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians and yeah. like took it to a whole different level. I mean, before that, you can talk about the Hills and like all of these like reality shows, mm-hmm. Real World, Road Rules, like right. like that's. I mean, I think Real World Road Rules were like. Those were cool in the early days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My dad watched uh, those in the early days. I watched all of them. Like, actually, at one point in my life, I was like, that was my aspiration. I was like, can I just get onto real world or road rules? It was a lot of people's aspiration. I Right? Yeah. Um, And then it changed, and I was like, oh, actually, I need to be, like, an actor. That's better. Mm. Like, that's cooler. That's pretty much what all they they were. I imagine most of them are all aspiring actors anyways. Yes. Or were, or whatever it is. But now, like, we all know it's acting. Like, Mm -hmm. like none of of that's real. AGT, that's not real. Come on. They give you all the sound bites and everything. Nothing you listen to is real. It's all manufactured. And, like, most people just can't get that through their head they just they they're just gonna believe it because they want to believe everyone mm-hmm. wants to believe it's their it's their entertainment but mm-hmm. there's not one thing you see on television that is not produced yeah it's all produced they all have producers mm-hmm. on the show i was um like I, i'm definitely guilty of watching like the voice and america's got talent and stuff sometimes you yeah. know what i mean i watch it like my kids and my wife you know we'll sit around as a family you yeah know, it's like it's like one thing that we can watch as a family and like they're not my thing necessarily all the time because like because of that and like i was listen i was sitting on like i have like this chase lounge i can hang out on you know in the living room i'm watching stuff on my phone i got my headphones in and um my my wife and my oldest daughter are watching the voice Mm -hmm. and um and i can sit there i can watch it without headphones i'm like Oh, this is the next star. Here you go. Because like for five minutes, they're like queuing up their entire family story and they're doing this and they're doing that. And they're like making it all dramatic, you know, as far as like how the reveal is going to be, you know, and it's like, I already know what's going to happen. Like I had my headphones on and I just, by the way, they built it up and everything. I'm like, oh, this is a four chair turn. You know, when they all turn their chairs, sure enough, you know what I mean? I said it, I had my headphones in and I couldn't hear, they couldn't, I couldn't hear anything. They couldn't, you know, and sure enough, because yeah, it's, it's so like, as, as much as, you know, some especially something like The Voice, there are extremely talented people on it. Yeah. Um, but it is so manufactured and yeah. but they can make you sound bad at any second. Yeah. Like for they sure. can change the reverb, the this, the that. Like you know that as a sound mm-hmm. engineer, you can make someone sound like shit, right? Oh yeah. So totally. as soon as they decide to turn on them, that's that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. it, that's why you just can't trust it. Yeah. It's all a story. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I just, it, it doesn't bother the me truth, man. because mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Like, I mean, I'm okay with it. Like we're all here for the story. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but reality is not reality. It's a style. Mm-hmm. It's a style of, 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 you know, <laughs> manipulative storytelling. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's very manipulated. Yeah. If reality you, TV is not reality. Yeah. If you wanted to watch something real, it, it would be like watching paint dry on the wall. Yeah. You'd be like, that was not exciting. Very mm-hmm. rarely 
is stuff that happens in real life more exciting than something fake right. that people are putting on and pretending mm-hmm. is real. And it's rampant and it's everywhere. It's entertainment. We want to know. Yeah. We need we need a narrative to to sink our teeth into. Yes. And you know, and in life, we don't always have that compelling narrative that's always happening all the time. If something does, well, you know, you can make a documentary about it, or you can you know do something in, which is in, manipulated. Right. It's cherry picking and it's like, it's, it's social media at its worst where literally my Instagram feed, it's all the things that I want you to know about me and the things that I do and nothing that I don't want you to see. So it constantly looks like everything's fucking great. Mm -hmm. And which is why social media, which you make your living from now, so I can't say too much. No, you can say whatever <laughs> you can say whatever you want about it's, it because I'm very upfront and yeah. honest. Like, if I see someone wiling out on social media, I'm like, "Are you okay?" Because right. the truth is, is like you don't go to work, right? And and act crazy, right? Or like things are wrong because like people don't want to see that shit, right? Like you kind of have to keep it to you yourself and and your inner circle. Although mm-hmm. there are plenty of people that pretend and manufacture that because people like drama and then do it on their social media. But if it's yeah. out of place for you, because there are fucking influencers that are like that that just use depression, quote unquote, as their means of like of of um, getting to a certain audience. Because mm-hmm. there's tons of people who who um, uh, not, not, uh, not, I guess in a way, in a sense, like vibe with that, mm-hmm. but like, um, get that because that's where they're at. Like, you know, teenagers like going through their shit. And then like, it's yeah. like a fucking 25 or 30 year old person who's figured out how to monetize that mm-hmm. and be like, no, I get it too. Like I'm depressed and, right. and blah, like maybe, but also like maybe they're fucking lying mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it makes you feel good and heard and seen. But like, anyways, what I'm really getting at is at some point, social media is sort of the the face that you show other people. If you want it to be private, put it on private. Mm-hmm. If you want the world to see it, then what you're presenting is important because yeah. you're, bosses will look at it other people in your life will look at it and will judge you just like anything yeah when you walk down the street people are judging you and you walk into a door after you have a conversation like you just have to be honest with yourself Mm. you know um and i mean i i put things on social media that that I just think are kind of funny and interesting. And then, and then sometimes I monetize it Mm -hmm. and I try to monetize it. And then that changes. Like when I was trying to be just martial arts influencing, I was putting a whole bunch of martial arts content on there. Not because that's the only thing I care about in my life, but that's because that's that's, what you were doing. That's what I was doing. Now I do a different type of content and I'm okay with putting that stuff on there too. But like, there's so many facets to every single individual. You cannot possibly Mm -hmm. show it all. And I think that's important. It's so important for people to remember too, because because there because there's so many people that you get you become so envious, you know, of other people and their social media presence at times. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, they're living this life. Like, look at them living that life. Yeah. Like, I want to live that life. Yeah. Look at them doing all this stuff, and you forget. You you you. It's so easy to forget that like not they. That's just the life that they're showing you. You know, and that that's not might not be exactly the way their life is. They might be miserable, depressed wrecks, but they're all telling you that, like, no, all I do is is is, um, you know, uh, travel the world and and take beautiful shots of the ocean. You know what I mean? And um, and just do all the things that I want to do. And uh, where that might be true, you know, that's still not 
that person. Yeah. And, you know, and who they are on the inside is, is so much different from what you can see, you know, and we, we got to remember that because it's, there's so many people that are dealing with so much like person, their own personal issues and not knowing how to deal with them, not knowing how to deal with them, thinking that all these other people out there are living amazing lives and you're the only depressed, miserable fucking person yeah. in the world. And having it figured out. Well, I mean, and, and there are people that feed and make money off of that. Right. Exactly. Like you're just they, saying, yeah. they can literally be, like put the sad, depressed quote up and mm -hmm. be like having a hard day and show a scratch on their arm because right. maybe it was self-harm or whatever. But right. like also that person thought to do that yeah. and, and knew that it would resonate, resonate. That's yeah. the word I was looking for earlier with with a certain group of people mm -hmm. there there are also people kids most likely that do the same things because they see people that they like in social media yeah. do these things whether it's trends of of you know stealing urinals in bathrooms yeah, or, what's or like shit? now it's like taking like lug nuts off of cars which like really kill people yes oh my God. um you know, because they're looking up to people on social media that are doing this and getting quote unquote clout or seen yeah. for doing this crazy shit. Um, but like that's, you know, they're, they're actually doing it authentically because they're seeing it happen. And then they're like, I want to do that as well because that's a like it's that's like so it's crazy pseudo, to even think it's, about it's pseudo authentically because then they're just kind of wanting to be someone else. But the people that are selling that to you and presenting that and and are getting sixty thousand likes and however yeah. many shares and and whatever, it's all thought out. You know, it's all part of their three on Instagram. Their their set mm -hmm. of three and 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 whatever. You're like, oh, I needed like a dark like black caption on this side too so that looks balanced out when you come to my instagram page. yeah that's crazy man yeah i don't do any of that stuff man don't trust any of it that's no. my yeah yeah like you know there's a point when you're just fooling yourself you know i think at a, at a, at a, at a, at a point you're you're literally fooling yourself and you're becoming what you think other people want you to be maybe yeah Comparison and is the killer. The killer. C comparison is like is the, a killer. Is the is the killer. Mm. Like I think it kills, it it kills any authenticity that you have because you start right. comparing yourself to others. Obviously, comparison in some some manner is important. Like if you're learning how to do a sport or this and uh, that. But when comparison becomes the thing that that you're like oh that person has blonde hair like if I, would i be like more interesting and pretty if i had blonde hair right and it's like oh if i had a tesla like mm -hmm. then then maybe other people would look at me this way but it's all like keeping up with the joneses and yeah. like and and the comparison whereas like you should just see things and like if you and if you have the money and the means you're like hey I have, that person has a tesla that's pretty cool like oh i like the things that it has and you can afford it fucking buy the tesla if you can't don't kill yourself to get it it's not worth it right but like <clears throat> the you can't look at the anyone and be like and and think you understand what's going mm -hmm. on with with them, right? Because you're comparing in in these situations, you're comparing your your full self to their successes mm -hmm. and their best self. Yeah, you know, because you really I know I've noticed this with myself is that is when I, when I find myself comparing you know, to myself, to other people yeah, and people that I look up to, you know, as 
you know, uh, as, as something that I'd like to ascend to at some point in time, yeah. you know, as a role model or something like that or um, inspiration. Which is important. Yeah, no, it's, it's, no, it's a good thing to want to aspire to be greater. Um, but when I find myself comparing my, too much, you know, is, is I'm comparing their years and years and years and lifetime of successes all, you know, built up to this one thing that I want when I'm still here. Mm-hmm. They're on level 24 and I'm on level seven. Yeah. And like, you know, how am I going to, you know, how, how am I going to compare myself to that? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even a third of the way there yet. Well, and, so. and celebrating the things that and, and being thankful for the things that you have. That's super important. That, I mean, y- you'll lose sight of it. Yeah. You know, and, and the truth is that person that you look at was trying to be someone else as well. Like, I don't think they just sit there and revel in that shit. They're like, yeah, but that guy's in the Hall of Fame and this and they have a park named after them. Like it never ends. You're never you're never content until you're content. And the truth is, like, you can be content at any time you choose to be content. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's 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 a big secret. Totally. You know, that's a big, that's a big uh, ding, ding, ding. As my, I was listening to a podcast recently. Yeah. yeah the Dak Shepard, the armchair expert thing. They go, I've heard that's It's, good, it's a yeah. ding, ding, ding. Like yeah. that's a big ding, ding, ding. Mm. Um, th- that's important, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be, to choose to be content right now. Mm-hmm. Not, um, and being not honest complacent, and, but con- content, mm-hmm. you know, be like, yeah, this is cool. This is great. What's happening. It's a very Buddhist way of thinking, I mean, you know? Yeah. Is being like living and finding, you know, your tranquility and finding your happiness here in the moment. Yeah. It's all you have. Yeah. It's all you have. You don't you don't have any of that shit that happened before. Right. You think you do, you're carrying it with you, you know, it, it it informs like your personality and your this and your that and the scars on you and all of that. But that shit's so fucking gone. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you've only got right this second. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. You can be a different person. You get on like I remember I was listening to some podcast and some guy that's like I literally recreate my reality every single day when I get out of the shower. He's like I get into the shower and I think of all the things that you know um, that that I am as of now and I think of all the things that I want to be and and I am basically going through that entire process and as soon as I'm done with the shower and I get out, I am now living in this new reality. Wow, you know he and, wastes a lot of water. I bet. Yeah, but he takes kidding. long showers. He clearly doesn't live in the desert. Like, <laughs> like, dude, we got to get in there and get it out because I, I mean, this water is expensive. I'm just kidding. I love that though. No, oh, yeah, it's like, but you know, it's 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 like it's like alchemy of the mind and the soul. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really into this this idea of um, of alchemy. You know, of the self. Mm. You it's, know. And it's something that, like, I, I keep telling myself, and hopefully I'm going to listen to my own advice to actually put it into use. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm really I'm really into that idea, you know, and creating your reality and manifesting the things that you want, you know, and not just by thinking happy and, like, you know, and, no, you and wishing for something to happen. No, like, yeah, just creating that reality for yourself and whatever comes about, you have to rise to the occasion. Yeah. You allow yourself to be put in that state of mind. And when you're there, do the things you have to do in order to create the reality for yourself. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I think it's important to, 
to keep goals and to to strive for things and take steps yeah. active steps towards those goals and right. i think that planning like if you can just say like this thing's going to help with this thing like like that takes all of the 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 not the stress but the like the the unattainability out of something because if you're just like i want to be movie star yeah. <laughs> you're like okay how yeah you know so like what happen for no reason yeah what are the steps what do you need to do to to have that yeah is it is it clout is it skills is it contacts is it so now get you you know get going get going you yeah. have you have to actually put the the work in like yeah. what how are you going to do it and there's so many people that have done it you can actually use their blueprint if you'd like mm-hmm. it's different for everyone and yours is going to be different mm-hmm. but like it's there it's been done yeah it's yeah. it's it's been done it's been done w- like so many different ways and um you know you can use them as a guide somewhat but it just just it's like what are you willing to do yeah make yeah. it happen if yeah. if you want things make it happen and i that's a it, it's also one of those things where i don't know like lately we've w- not lately but not everyone has the means to to do that like i i think there's like some the i don't remember what it is but like if you're in a scarcity mode and trying to find food and you're next and you're living paycheck to paycheck and like you're worried about all that shit Mm -hmm. like your day-to-day survival like place to place to live Mm -hmm. food to eat all of that survival if you're in survival mode you're you're not at the optimum no like you can't make the decisions. You don't decisions. have time to do that shit. Like, yeah, you have to. You have to live. Yeah, you're yeah. in survival mode, and like, that's a tough place to be. And I don't think that dream. I think that's where dreams die. To be honest, and Absolutely. some people can't escape that, and that's because of all this, like you know, ec- economic uh, unfairness. But I, I do think that if you can, and you're in that position, and you can realize that Mm -hmm. then it's like okay how do i get out of this and a lot of people do Mm -hmm. i don't know i've seen i I, I i've done it myself you know what i mean and i am nowhere close to anywhere where i want to be but like you know i grew up in very very blue collar working class you know i I wear it on me you look at me you know what i mean it's just like i look like i'm a fucking mechanic or some shit like it's just it's just it's in the blood blood. i was a meat cutter for 10 years you know what i mean like it's just like i you know i've i've been you know i i you know i'm just now starting to get to a point where i've climbed myself out of scarcity Mm -hmm. in survival mode a little bit you know what i mean and but uh, you know, you hit a point in your life where it's either, okay, I'm going to live here and I'm going to die here, or this is where I'm at right now. I want it to change. And you know inside exactly what you have to do because you know your situation, whether you want to admit it or not. You know exactly what you got to do. And then you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's taken me um, a, a lot of years and it takes people a long time to, to get out of it. Because, you know, when you're living in a shed... In, in, you know, in, in Burbank, you know, in paying God, you know, like the cost of a, you know, two bedroom apartment in Idaho, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like getting it. They're well, not that cheap. They used to be that cheap, not yeah. anymore. But, um, 
I mean, you you yeah. you're doing the things. You're doing. You're taking the steps. And so, like, you know, you have to earn what you want in life. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I forgot about that, by the way. Like, yeah. I forgot that I would that I that I lived in a shed. Yeah. Um. It was my kung fu brother who reminded me of that and i was like oh yeah <laughs> i did do that yeah i did like like look like it's one of those things like it sounds like oh i lived in a shed and like it's not poor me like i was fine to mm -hmm. be honest like i was fine i was trying to like live even under my means because i wanted to get ahead mm -hmm. like i like i wanted to save the that's two the, That's the, the two key or right three hundred dollars to that i would have to get have my own bedroom in a place or whatever even a shared bedroom in some like la apartments mm -hmm. you know i really wanted to get ahead yeah. um i wanted to have that extra 200 bucks to go to acting class i wanted to have that extra 200 bucks to like to to do the things that I thought were important. Um, so I made like mini sacrifices. That being said, like, man, it's, it's hard because like, you know, I'm a very white presenting uh, person and like I'm a male and I can come off as I'm like, you know, what like cis male comes off straight enough, like yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's all fucking way easier for, for me. But there's, but there, there, you know, it still is like, how do you, how do you change what's going on? And I still, I'm in a, I own a house. Yeah. Like I, I have a beautiful girlfriend that I love and cats and like chickens and like, I'm stoked about my life. Yeah. Um, I'm still always thinking like, all right, how do I attain this goal? Mm -hmm. How do I do this thing? I've never felt this economically stable in my life. And I still have nerves like where I'm like, oh God, oh, this could all just get ripped out from under me yeah. at any second. Yeah. Cause you know, I saw it happen to my parents and like, yeah, mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, man. No, people are dealing with a lot, and I and I and I do think it's an easier said than done to be like follow your dreams and have goals and aspirations. And I do think that you should. Yeah, that's like, step one, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's step one. Yeah, <laughs> ultimately, I do think that everyone should be striving, but I also understand that you might not be able to, mm -hmm. and that fuck that that sucks. We got, like like. Imagine having being in a caste system like yeah. India is still dealing with stuff like that. In China, you can't leave certain pro like places. Like if yeah. you're born in a city, you can like travel X Y Z places. If you're born in this village, like you can't go here. Like they still have these sort of roadblocks up where like That's you're insane. you're born this way, you stay this way. It's so weird that mm -hmm. that that's even that that's that that that's even a possibility of something like that happening to I'm, a human being you know what i mean it's such a and we're spoiled americans man you know what i mean we really are when it comes down to it and we are we are so spoiled because of things like that are happening you know so it's like yeah we can sit here and be like yeah you have to follow your dreams and you have to do the steps and everything but it's true you know what i mean like you bring up such yeah. an important point that sometimes you can't um so how do you make yourself happy at that point right yeah well I do think some people get it and they just find happiness in everything else, but I think some people constantly stay in struggle and scarcity. And, For sure. And that's and that's their life, mm -hmm. you know, because they they can't get out of it. Right. Um, 
that's and that's fucking rough actually i'm like thinking about i'm like stressing my neck out here um one of the girls like last time i was in beijing which is like the beginning of 2019 when did we all get locked down was it 2020 early 2020 no, it was earlier that year. So it was 2019. It was the year before, oh, in, rather. in China. Yeah, yeah, I was in China, and this girl that was tr- translating for us, who I still keep up with on on Instagram, um, she was like, oh, like, she was just telling me that what, co- and she's very smart, like, spoke great English, and, like, you know, probably spoke even better Chinese, like, I could imagine. Like, she was great. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, yeah, I couldn't go to this college because I, because I lived, I was born here, hmm. and and like so, sh- there was a way for her to get there, right? So ima- and like I could be making all this up, but I don't think I am. Imagine this is the best college, but she like so people born here near the college can like are probably richer and whatever, and mm-hmm. they can go to this college. Then there's like another ring outside of that mm-hmm. that like to go to that same college would have to get like crazy test scores and things like that to get there right so Mm -hmm. there's already a wall up yeah then outside of that ring like you'd have to be like like a genius or something a genius the one to get from here to here yeah to get to this college that's like the college right Mm -hmm. um and she was like in that second ring and she's like yeah i couldn't go there i went here it's fine maybe i'll go to and she could go to america i think to like do a thing but like it's like like imagine that you know I can't yeah like i mean here what we have we have we certainly have a lot of issues like that here in this country um not to that level yeah. um but it, it's certainly we, we definitely have a system that benefits the few over the many for sure yeah um, in every in every facet imaginable yeah um you know without you know, without getting too deep into that, you know, that certainly exists. And that is something that is a very, very real problem for a lot of people in this yeah. country and in the Western world in general. And, um, Oh my God, how did we get here? I don't know. I keep doing this. I keep <laughs> going, how the, f- but that's crazy. Right. I mean, that something like that, you know, is, is literally happening to where like, if you want to, better yourself in a situation that you didn't choose you literally have to be like a prodigy yeah to do that and like not everybody's a prodigy yeah you know no and it's like that's a crazy thing to think about you know um it, it gives you appreciation yeah, it does give you an appreciation. You just look at work. It's good to people remember with, that stuff. people with worse lives, and you just feel better about yourself. Yeah, it can always I'm be. Just... <laughs> it can always be worse. <laughs> and then when I see those filthy scoundrels down there, they're oh yes, yes, I am quite amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so. Yeah, the trick, the 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 trick to comparison is to compare yourselves to people who have it worse than you, not better. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, that, make yourself it, feel better let, by the, yeah. the misfortunes of others. <laughs> Let's bring it full circle. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're obviously kidding there. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I am. I don't think Mike is. He meant that. 100%. I whole being. Well, man, I think uh, we've been going for a couple hours here. Um, oh, wow. That went fast. Yeah, man. I, so I definitely, there were some other things I wanted to get into, but we'll save that for part two. Okay, great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, Wes, thanks so much for coming on, man. Uh, Glad we were able to do this, and I'm definitely looking forward to the next one, should you choose to come back on. 
Yeah, well, I, uh, this is the last time you guys will be hearing from me. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I would totally come back. <laughs> this was a terrible experience. Yeah. You are an, an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. I am out of here. Give me my $500. Yeah, right. I am out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Did this for free. Yeah. He's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have any money to, <laughs> to pay. But, um, but yeah, thanks so much, man. Thanks again. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. This was super fun. Right, I loved it. For sure. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really do appreciate you sticking around. Um, I know there's probably four of you that did, so I appreciate that. And I love you very much for that. Wes is such a talented and creative person, and I was so happy to bring him on the show. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it. Real quickly before I let you go, let me tell you about Simple Equations Media one more time. We are a full-service audio and video production company located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Make sure to head over to the website, simpleequationsmedia.com. Head over to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're in all the places. Uh, also, head over to Dreaming Enough Miners Facebook page, um, Instagram as well, at Dreaming Enough Miner for both of those. And... Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I, I really appreciate. it. I hope you liked this episode. It was a little bit longer than um, than a couple of than most of the others. Um, so I hope you stayed along. And it was definitely well worth the time. I felt so. Hopefully you did as well. But uh, anyways, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.